0: to the Personal Profitability Podcast, where you learn how to earn income, live better, and put your money to work for you. Here's your guide on your path to personal profitability, Eric Rosenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Personal Profitability Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eric Rosenberg, and today I'm here... With you just one on one, I'm gonna do a little bit of a shorter episode, but talk about something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I'm sure impacts all of us, especially anyone who has any kind of debt. You know, whether that's student loan debt or credit card debt, getting all that paid off. You know, that that siphons away and takes a lot of your cash every month. You know, those those loan payments, and uh, you know it's no fun to see your money go away. to something where you're not getting any current value back, but you know, if, if you think about it, that's not the only place that you're spending a lot of money every month recurring. I mean, we also have uh, your rent or your mortgage. You have your car insurance, uh, health insurance that is usually a paycheck deduction. For me, it's become now something that I, I pay directly since I'm self employed and I got my insurance through Obamacare through the, the California marketplace. We have all these expenses every month, and it's really easy to let our spending get out of control. And you know, I'm not here today, we've talked about budgeting before, but I want to talk today really about conscious spending, and what that means, especially to someone who's struggling either living paycheck to paycheck or feels like they're under financial pressure, or trying to get out of debt and you don't feel like you're under pressure, or, or maybe you should feel like you're under pressure., you know, there's, there's lots of different combinations. But I, I'd say that everybody other than those who are lucky to be born, super wealthy, have had some kind of money stress at some point in their life. And and this is for everybody. And uh, like I said, I've, I've been having this on my mind a lot lately because, you know, as, as we've shared in prior episodes, I left my job in April and we're doing it all on our own. And, you know, so far, again, so good. We've been uh, paying the bills. But I've been thinking a lot more about my spending choices. And the, uh, the biggest, most glaring example is I uh, recently finished my pilot's license. I finished in April right before we moved. And when I was working on that, you know, flying a plane, that's, that's a pretty expensive hobby. And I was you know, working full-time at my day job while also working on what has now become my full-time job on the side. And I was making enough money that I wasn't really thinking twice about spending on, uh, on my flights and my lessons. But since we moved, we live somewhere more expensive and I haven't actually flown since we moved here because I've been thinking, well, I love flying. You know, it's fun. It's exciting. It's, uh, it's, it's something I've invested a lot to be able to do. But every single time I go up in the plane, it's going to be about 200 bucks. And I don't know that I want to spend $200 every week or every few weeks or every month right now on something that's just fun. When we moved somewhere that's more expensive, where our rent's higher and our insurance is higher and, and so on. So I've made the conscious choice that I have not been flying lately because you know, I want to save the money and um, you know use it for something else, like savings or, or retirement or paying off debt. You know I've been debt-free for a long time, knock on wood. Right now, we actually have zero debt. So that's, that's a, it's a really great feeling. I don't even have a mortgage right now because we're renting. So living debt-free feels great. But even living debt-free, we're still thinking a lot about our spending, especially now that we moved down to California. Living you know, in Oregon, we had a beautiful house with a mortgage, and our payment was about $300 less per month than it is at our rental that's half the size in California. But what do we get for that extra $300 a month renting versus owning our old place? And we live five minutes from the beach. We live in one of the most, you know, we, we live in a vacation town for a lot of people, so it feels like we live on vacation. You know, so that's kind of cool. But So that's that other side of the coin. Where's that money that I could have been spending on flying going? It's going to live by the beach in a really nice place close to my wife's family, which, which we have a great relationship. And a lot of people dread the in-laws for me. It's actually a real treat to be by my in-laws. But yeah, so that was a choice that my family made. And that I made is that I'll fly less so I can live somewhere that is where I want to be. But what, you know, everyone doesn't fly planes. You know, I I know I'm totally not the norm in that. (laughs) So uh, what what do you do? Think about your hobbies and your things where your money usually goes. You know, I know um, I I have some friends who've done very well financially in their jobs. You know, they've gotten great accounting jobs and finance jobs and they've ended up in credit card debt. Because they didn't prioritize and they just spent without thinking twice you have an opportunity to think about it that's why I'm challenging you today that's what this episode's all about think about where you spend your money and where you want to prioritize you know if, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year or if you're making twenty five thousand dollars a year you still have choices every day obviously if you're making more you have some more freedom and liberty with those choices but you're still making choices you know no one's taking you at gunpoint to the grocery store and saying, buy your groceries versus go to the sushi bar. Um, you know, that's a choice. Would you rather spend $40 for a sushi dinner or make something from the grocery store It costs a few bucks at home? You know, those are choices. The same goes with the kind of car you drive. You know, when I worked, I was a bank branch manager was my first job out of college. And I found it really interesting that the teller's generally had nicer cars than most of the managers. And I really, was really scratching my head. I talked to one of the other the other managers. I said, why do you think all the people who get paid about half what we do, I mean, I knew what they were getting paid. I was the boss. They get paid about half what I do, and they're driving you know, Escalades and pimped-out rims, whatever. I, I never watch Pimp My Ride, but you know how that thing goes with the, like the fancy cars and all. So why were they all driving fancy cars, and I... Um, was excited to have a new Corolla. I mean, it was new. It was a Corolla. And, uh, you know, most of the other managers had modest but nice cars, you know, like a a nice, like, Honda or a Toyota. You know, nothing nothing crazier over the top. But the people who made less had nicer cars. Why was that? You know, I think what we talked about in that conversation was the managers, we'd all had to go to business school to get that job. So we understood that a car was a depreciating asset. And I never made it to all of the other managers' houses, but I was told they were pretty nice because they knew that real estate was an appreciating asset, you know, bubbles aside. So um, so that's another choice we have to make, right? So I have that same car I got that was brand new when I was a bank manager 10 years ago is now 10 years old, sitting downstairs in the garage, paid off in full. So it doesn't cost me anything every month. And that was a choice I made. I don't want it. And even when I was making more before I left my job, did I want a new car, or did I want to go fly planes, or did I want a nicer house? Well, those were my choices. I never chose a nice car because, and it's just something that gets you from point A to point B. I don't need to use it to show off. I, I think I do fine doing that on my own. I, I use the internet for my showing off. Um, same with my wife. You know, she has a very nice car, but it's one that was paid for with no loan. It just. Oh, that's uh, that's my phone. It's uh, my ringtone. Now, you know, has is, is made its way into the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, my wife, she has a nice car, but it's paid off in full. It's about 10 years old. Do we need to replace it? No. So we're not going to because having a nice, fancy new car, not a priority. But what is a priority? Again, living by the beach, living by family. You know, I've talked about canceling my cable TV before. That was a choice I made before I knew my wife, and probably part of why I know her, because instead of sitting on my ass watching TV, I was up and out riding my bike where I met her. That was $70 a month. That's, you know, $700 every 10 months. So at $840 a year, I was spending on cable $840 a year. That's that's a plane ticket to Europe, or, you know, half a month's rent by the beach, or maybe not quite half a month, but uh, you get the point. So anyway, this is I could keep going and going and going with examples, but I'm not going to. I'm going to give you this time back to think about a challenge. Here's something I want you to do. Whether you're a an Excel person who uses the computer, or you want to do it with paper and pen, doesn't matter. Go list out your priorities, the things that are really important to you. You know, and if and if it's a car, don't let me rag on you. If you want, you know, um, gold rims on an Escalade, and that's your thing, then you have that awesome car. But what are you going to cut? to make up for that? And even more importantly, what if you're in debt? You're gonna have to cut a whole bunch of things to pay that debt off. But once it's paid off, you can put that money to something else, whether that's savings, retirement, 401k, vacation, you know, so when you make this list out, don't just think about short term goals, like I want a nice car and a nice place to live. Think about where do you want to live when you're 80 years old? Do you still want to be working? How about when you're 60 years old? Do you still want to be working? What What's your thought on retirement, financial independence? Is having a nicer car worth working two more years? To me, it wouldn't be, but some people it might be. How about if you could have that nicer car, but that meant you couldn't go on a trip to Thailand next year, but you could have a cheaper car and take the trip? I have a friend who's trying to move to Cambodia. Again, she she's made choices. She She owns a house, so she's renovating part of her house to rent it out. So that she can have the money to do that trip. You always have choices. So list out what are your big priorities. Then look at your most recent three months credit card statements and bank statements. to see where you've been spending your money. Has your money been going to your priorities? If your priority is getting out of debt, I hope a lot of your money is going there. Hopefully you found a a modest place to live that's not crazy expensive if you're in debt. But you know, having a nice home that might be a priority over, you know, getting a new pair of Jimmy Choo shoes. I pick on Jimmy Choo a lot because one time I was in uh, I was in London. And I went to Harrods and I picked up a pair. I was like, "Oh, these are kind of cool looking." And my jaw almost hit the floor when I saw what they cost. But some people love Jimmy Choo shoes, and I can't say I wouldn't love to have a Burberry uh, coat. Not that I need a coat here, but a Burberry something because I think that's pretty cool. But anyway, we're we're uh, ranting again and uh, going off into far territory. So, so that, um, that challenge I gave you, you, I rambled enough that you should have had time to get started or at least put a note in your phone or email yourself. If you're at the office, do something to remember, make that list. What's important to you for your money to go to? What do you care about? It doesn't even have to be something that's financial. What is meaningful to you? What are your big goals? And is your money going to help you reach those goals? Or is it going to something else? And if it's not helping you reach your goals, I'd challenge you to rethink where that money is going. You should be paying for the things that you care about in life, and not what other people tell you you should care about, and not what just blindly happens. Really think about every dollar you spend, because you work hard for it, and you should. And it should go to work for you, not the other way around. Anyway, that's all for this time. So, uh... You know, if you have not listened, if this is your first time, I know this is not a a typical episode. Go back, listen to some of the most recent ones. In the last episode, we had Kevin Smith on for about 10 minutes. That's the Kevin Smith who played Silent Bob. He wrote and directed Clerks and Dogma and Mallrats and a ton of movies that I really love. Um, so he was on. We've had some great guests in the past. JD Roth from Get Rich Slowly, Lee Huff, who just Joined the blogger group, of boarding area as a travel blogger, some awesome people. So definitely go back, check out the old episodes. If it were me, I'd go back to episode one and just play from the beginning and listen through and, uh, and get caught back up because there's a lot of good stuff to learn and, and help your finances. Uh, you know what it's all about achieving your goals. So that's all I have for this time. Thanks so much for listening to the end. And until next time, stay profitable. Thanks for listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on iTunes or share it with a friend.